Hello and welcome to the Locked On Lease Podcast, your daily lease podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I am your host, Mike DiStefano, and joined by my co-host, The Zoobs. What's going on, pal? Man, I'm. we're so close. Like We're so close to Maple Leafs hockey. Uh, dude, we are f- officially a day away. It makes me so happy, and I, I think we're starting this podcast at the perfect time because we got our off-season wrap done on Monday's show, and yep. now we get to do our like grand over-unders on the season. And our predictions and all that good stuff. And then bang, it's hockey time. Yeah. It's almost like we planned it that way. I love to hear it. And I love to do it. Um, <laughs> so let's not waste any time because I think our big takeaway from episode one is we got to get our shit in here. It's, it, that eight minutes like goes by quick. It does go by really quick. It does. So let's, let's I guess, waste no time. Crank we'll, it up. We're going to talk about, we're just going to do over-unders today, and then we're just going to do some predictions, yeah. other random predictions. So I got a bunch here for you, all right? Later. So on. we'll start off with goals, okay? So over-under on goals. <sighs> Over. So the, the, <laughs> the first one, I, it's funny because I have a feeling like... Yeah, I know exactly what you're gonna. I'm guess in a mood. For each one. I'm in a goal but mood. But I feel like I had some decent over number, over under numbers. Okay. Except this one, because I already know what you're mm. gonna say. Lay it on me. Austin Matthews over under forty two and a half goals. Forty two and a half over, over. He here's the thing about that number though. Over. If he is healthy, PPGs alone, he's gonna be. I, you know, I, I do think that he's going to have a slight uptick in power play goals. And by slight, I mean massive. <laughs> but the biggest thing about Austin Matthews for me isn't the fact he is totally capable of scoring 42, 43, 50 goals if he's healthy. And I think that is the biggest issue when we're talking about this over-under thing. If he only ends up playing 65 games again, he might not get to 40. He may hover around 36, 37, 38. It all depends on his health. Does he have the skill to do it? 100%. He, he, he could win a Rocket Richard trophy this mm-hmm. year. It's not out of the realm of possibility if he's healthy. And that's kind of what you're banking on with this. So you're saying over, you're projecting health. I am projecting health. I'm projecting a full season with Nylander. I'm projecting... That's a good one, too. Not having to really... Crap wingers? 100%. Exactly <laughs> right. Exactly right. I think right now, to start off the year, if he's skating with Nylander and he's skating with Andreas Johnson, I think that is a great fit for him. I know that Babs loves to put Hyman on that line because he loves what Hyman does. But I think right now, those three guys, the way that they could really control games, especially as we're talking about a line two, right? We're talking about Tavares and Marners on a different line. Like, they could really be playing some great matchups, especially at home. Uh, I really think he has a chance to not have to do as much lifting as he did in the early part of last year and, and really get those power play goals and, and really dominate with that line. I am also going to go over. Yes, you are. Also going to go over. All right, second one, John Tavares, over under 50 goals, had 48 last year. Boy. 50 goals for the first time in his career. Does he do it? I think, I think under. I know, and this isn't, a, this isn't a, a negative. I'm not, I'm not pessimistic. I just think just the, the, the democratization of goals on the team this year will lead to him. I mean, although he is, man, he is the king of that power play tap in. I'm torn. Because I want to be optimistic, and, and I want to say be, he's playing alongside Mitch Marner, who <sighs> just got paid, right? And he's going to want to make plays. And the person he loves passing the puck to—Are you saying over forty-eight? Are you saying over forty? I think Johnny T. Fifty goals. Johnny Toronto <laughs> is going to have his first career fifty-goal season. Over, lock it in. I uh, am coming into having Portuguese in-laws 
So you have to go over. I do have you're, to. I feel like I do. You're going to be sleeping on the couch tonight. Yeah, and I have to <laughs> I have to get all the, the Locked on Leafs listeners ready that I'm going to try to say uh, Tavarsh as, as often as I possibly can over the course of the year. All right. He is the most Portuguese player on the team. Maybe we'll get to that in a second. <laughs> over uh, on Portuguese. Over under on Portuguese <laughs> players on the team by the end of the year. Oh, boy. Set at. One and a half. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's gonna be Is tough. there another one? Like I don't even. <laughs> he would count. He counts as point five, I suppose. But he's very Portuguese on his, <laughs> on his point five. All right, moving on here. We got another one. Kasperi Kapanen. This one is mm. interesting, and I don't know where to go with this quite yet. So I'm, I'm curious to get your thoughts on it. But I got twenty two and a half goals. I think. I think. What, what, did, what did he score last year? Nineteen, I believe. Yeah, I think. I think that's an over. I think. He, you know, here in the, I, don't, I think twenty goals is not out of the realm of possibility. Playing in this top, in the top half of this team, and he might move up and down the lineup a little bit depending on what they do with Zach Hyman. But I mean, Connor Brown scored twenty goals on this team, um, and he, I, I think, Kapanen is more skilled than Connor Brown. I mean, I don't think that's a crazy thing to say. Uh, no. So you know, I like his chances of, of, of sort of always being on a line that is that is that is driving and, and playing well he had 20 last year but yeah so 22 yeah. that doesn't that's not a stretch to me that's i think that's an over for sure see this one I've, the reason why i found a trick it was yes he's going to start on the line with marner and Tavarish. yes and <laughs> i think he's gonna he's gonna he'll be fine when he comes to, to that but then at some point hyman's gonna come back mm-hmm. and i think it's gonna be Capitan that gets bumped down to that third line role. Yeah. And I don't know if he's going to get, you know, just enough five-on-five ice time to score 25 goals. I guess 23 is our number here. Um, yeah, maybe that is. That's the only thing that's yeah. holding me back from locking it in. And I'm so, so I'm going to go with under. Do you think he – is he seeing PP2 time? Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, there's a chance that – I don't think it's a huge stretch. But again, like when it comes to PP2, I think that that's going to... They're not going to be. I think Nylander is going to be the guy mm. who's going to be trying to score a lot of goals on that PP2. Right. Right? Yeah. So, that I mean, I hope he scores 25, yeah. 30 goals. <laughs> Listen, don't get me wrong. We're sitting pretty if all the overs here. These are just projections, baby. <laughs> all right. That's a good number, though. You You're, picked a good number. That's what I thought. I thought it was, it was, it was decent. Yeah. All right. Ready for this one? Yes. Freddy the Goat. Over under... Six and a half. I knew you were gonna. I, it's like I knew you were gonna pick a number like that. Oh man, I want to. I personally thought I overshot that number. I'm going with the under. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you would have had three goals last year. I don't think that's uh, Freddie Goche's like end game in life is to be a ten goal scorer, which is not. Those are lofty. But playing on the line with. I don't see it. Yeah. Once fully healthy, I guess it could be. You know, Makayev or, or Trevor Moore on the wings along with Jason Spezza. You know, I, I think that there's enough skill that he'll be playing with that he could literally just park his fat butt right, right. in front of the net and yeah. hope something hits you yeah. four or five times and he ends up with, you know, five, six, seven goals by the end of the year. It's not out of the realm of possibility. No. But he's not coming in like beating unlikely. many guys. Yeah. So yeah. I agree that that. He's one of those guys that, you know, the f- two weeks into the season, he could have three goals, right? That's not crazy that, just, you know, just like you said, Spezza gives him a couple tap-ins and one, mm-hmm. hits, one hits his leg. 
he scores. He has a two goal game, and you're like, oh, he's got three goals in in six games, and then he doesn't score again for forty games. So, you know, barring one of those little mini explosions, I think I would probably take the under. But I'm optimistic that I can be very wrong about Fred Gauthier. Cautiously optimistic, yeah, you say. Let's say that. All right, let's move on to a different category. Uh, let's go with games played. Oh boy, and we can fire through these ones pretty quick here. Yes. Uh, Freddie Anderson mm. over under fifty eight and a half. Games. Oh, it's gonna be over. It shouldn't be, but it is. I think eh? I just don't. I just don't know if not him, then who? You know. <sighs> no, it's 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 fair, and I think that for him, fifty five games is the number that they need to get him to. Agreed. So I'm gonna go with under, and I think they do get him there. I think that is something over the course of the off season that that. Had to have been a conversation between Dubis and Babcock, and I think the number is going to come around 55, maybe 56 games at the most. I can't see him playing more than 58. Like, in order for it to be under, it had to be 59, 60 games. I just hope that they don't do that. I do least. too, but I don't, so. I, don't, I don't buy it. All right, Freddie the Goat. Over under sixty games. Over, yeah, I think I think he holds on to his role. I think Babs has a guy that he likes an awful lot. He and he might be one of the guys that every now and then is, uh, you know, serves as the example to the, some of the skill guys. It's like Freddie's out here every day busting his ass, but he's also going to be hard on Freddie Croce. But I think I, I think as long as he stays healthy, uh, I think over. I think Babs has a piece he really likes there. All right, I'm going to also go with the over. Jason Spezza. The veteran, mm. old man, mm-hmm. over under 55 games. I think under. I think he plays you about half. Really? Yeah. I, I, I think he's going to be a guy that um, probably sits a little more strategically. I think, you know, the more we know about modern sports, the more we're like, I don't think Jason Spezza needs to play every day. I think. So you think he'll get the Kawhi? Well, not yeah, Kawhi. He's not Kawhi. He's not, not the Kawhi, Kawhi treatment. But, but I think he's a guy you load can, management you know, and keep yeah. him fresh. Well, I think last year they would have sat Patrick Marlowe if he weren't on the a street, Man. right? Right. You look at those guys and you say, maybe this old guy, we can we can give somebody else a shot to just be fresh legs out there because he's not skating well. I find that doesn't happen a lot in hockey, though, but... I think it's coming. You think it's coming, eh? I think I think for a certain level of guy, and that Spezza, Spezza guy is that type of guy. Like, mm-hmm. I think you see a diminishing return when you're out there playing them every night. I think you you there's certain guys that benefit from having that breather, just as there's guys that are going to benefit from having that opportunity to step into the lineup for a, for a night here and there. I'm going to see what the under. I'm going to go with the over only because I think that there could be some injuries at some point in the season. Mm-hmm. So they're not going to have a full lineup pretty much all year long, I Fair would enough. assume. It so. just doesn't happen. Yeah. Uh, all right. And we'll go one more here. Mm-hmm. We got two more, actually. Real quick. Austin Matthews over under 75 games. You know, you I kind of answered this earlier. So you I know. Have to go with well, I, you tell me I don't think he can score <laughs> 50 goals in 70 games. I think he could. Um, yeah, 75. The rocket math. 75 seems about right. Like I even even to the point I just made. Like if they have it wrapped up a little bit, I don't mind if he rests a little bit. Um, but you know, I think the over. Austin's playing all 82, scoring 50. I can't see it. I know. <laughs> I can't see it. <laughs> no, even though it's coming like, out of my mouth. It's just, unfortunately, yeah. just... I know. Uh, un, uh, just un, he's a, kind of a frail human being. Wow. And uh, he's already has had a couple of concussions, so True. those can come back. Just a simple hit. You never know. And, yeah, I got to go with the under. 
Not too much under. I don't think he's going to miss like right. half the year. My, my first thought was like 74, 73 games I'd be fine with. That's why I put the number at 75. You, you are, it's a you've decent been, number. You've been right on the thinking, the, the stroking of the chin. I, I'm trying to give us mm-hmm. thoughts. All right, last one. A goalie who's not currently with the team. Does that make sense to you? <laughs> yes. So somebody either 100%. trade, get waivers, whatever. 100%. Over, under, 12 and a half games. 12 and a half? Oh, man. I'm sort of, once again, put myself at odds here with, with what I picked for Freddie. Because I, I said over, I think twelve and a half. Yeah, I think I think there's a goalie who is not on the current roster. So you don't believe in Michael Hutchinson? Not, not, no. I think, and even if I did, like, it's a backup goalie. It, that's the sort of thing where somebody gets waived, and, and you know, it, it's a very fluid situation by nature, and I expect them to embrace that. And in in that strategizing you talked about about trying to find a way to get Freddie that time off, I think. Grabbing a random goaltender here and there, and 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 you know, because is that one player or is that a combination of goalies? It's one player. Ooh. So they would have to claim somebody off waivers or via trade, and have them play thirteen plus games. I still think. I still think over. I don't I really think, believe in I think they want to mm-hmm. uh, churn it. I don't know if they feel that comfortable with Hutchison. Where I kind of do my, myself. I I think Hutchison could be a fine backup goaltender. But it just seems like for some reason the Leafs aren't that sold on him. Although he had a decent True. training camp. He ended up getting a shutout with the B squad. Playing <laughs> with the Marlies, yeah, essentially. True. So we'll see. Let's move on. We'll do points on the other side. Mm. All right, welcome back. We're going to do over-under with points. Mitch Marner, over-under 100. Yeah, over, over, over. He's He's... You know, he, he gets labeled as greedy because that's just the way it is, right? Um, I think he's got something to prove. I think, you know, he sort of is going to have that. He heard all of a sudden you have fans that in this city that were like, oh, man, he's an elite player and we love him to like, well, if we had to move on without him, we would be fine. I think he's going to come out and really be putting on a show and really be like the assist I feel like he's going to have really great assist numbers this year and maybe score more than we expect. Um, I'm high on Mitch Marner this year. I think he's set out to earn that contract. I don't have any concerns over like getting his money and being like, ah, time to cruise. I think he has something to prove this year. I don't disagree with the fact that, that he's got something to prove and all that, and he's not going to pull an Andrew Wiggins and be like, ah, I'm paid now, I'm good. <laughs> I think he wants to be known as a guy who earned his money and wasn't a bust. You know, like he doesn't want to be that that guy, especially now when you look at all the other RFA contracts that signed. Mm-hmm. Everyone is looking at this deal and like, oh my God, the Leafs overpaid so much. I don't know if he's going to be able to live up to it. And I, a hundred's a lot of points, man. It is. A lot of points. He knocked on, these, I think he there was knocked only, on the door. Well, I think there was only like six players last year who hit a hundred points. Six or seven. He's playing with the talent, though. That's what I keep coming back to. He was playing with the same talent last year. You're, you're right. Like the same line, yeah. Like quite literally, it's the same line. The thing is, if, if we are expecting a, a bump in power play for the power play for the Leafs with the with Paul McFarland now, who, as we noted yesterday, uh, he was at the helm of of the Panthers power play, who was second in the league last year. Mm-hmm. So he knows how to run himself a PP. Yeah, I'm 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 backing on that. So if he can get himself another five six points on the power play on the year. He could easily get to 100. Yeah. But I'm going to go with under because I'm 
Not as optimistic as you. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> he knocked on the door of it last year. I know, I know. I just, I can't. That's a lot, man. It's a lot of points. Fair enough. A lot of points. It is It is a lot of points. All right, over, under. Bill Nye, the hockey guy. <laughs> William Nylander, over, under, <laughs> 70 points. I don't know. I don't know. I think, I think. Or I guess 69 and a half, I guess would be yeah, the technical. I, I, yeah, I, I think, I think that might be an under for me. And, I, and I'm a big believer, but that's, that's a lot of both categories. Well, he scored 60 in his first, each of his first two years, right? Yeah. I don't, this is a tough one. Yeah. This is a tough one. I'm kind of with you as well. But I could see it. Yeah, no, it's, it's not crazy at all for me. To, he rips off like a really, really hot streak and puts up a lot in a short time. But I don't know. Does the struggles that you saw last year and the inconsistency worry you at all? I feel like that's, that's something that I sh- you, we shouldn't be worried about because he's really seemed to have put what, what was a hard year last year behind him. I think there was a lot more than just being behind everybody. He, he, I don't know that he felt that he fit in with where the team was at the time and that you know, really seem to affect him, and he's admitted as such, but I don't know, it, which, which seems silly to me to say after just being like, oh, Marner, 100, no problem. Like, it's a, it's a lot of, that's a lot of points. It's a lot of goals and assists. It really is like, yeah. you have to really be putting up good numbers in both. Um, I think he's going to have a good year, but 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 no. I think 70 is just a bit rich. Yeah, it's I a agree. lot of points, man. I agree. All right. One more forward here for you. Okay. Alex Kerfoot, mm. the newcomer, Cadre's replacement, over under forty two and a half. Oh, I think that's an under. Yeah, I don't think he's. I don't think the goal scoring is going to be there to get him that high. I don't expect. I don't expect a lot of goals from Alex Kerfoot this year. All right, um, I'm going to go under two, but just slightly, because he has back to back forty point seasons. I think he had forty one and then forty three. So that's why 42 and a half. Sure. Right in the middle, yeah. right there, yeah, right? Yeah, he nailed it. But uh, I think, like, right around that 40, 41, 42, and all of those numbers are below 42 and a half. That's so I'm <laughs> absolutely gonna go, correct. I'm gonna go yeah. With that. yeah, that's absolutely right. Yeah, I just think that's a case of, uh, I mean, listen, you know, maybe he moves up and moves down, but I don't know. I just don't see it. All right, moving to the back end. We got two players left here for points. Over under for Tyson Berry. Set the line at 59 and a half points. 59 seems a little high. That seems a little high to me. But he's, I mean, that's all of these I know that you have strategically picked them as this is historically the step you would expect this player to take. But, right? I can't. 59 points last year? Yeah. I know that he's, I know that like, I'm, I'm, there's no way he dips below 50 to me. Um, so I expect him to be in that range. I just 59, 60 seems seems just a little too rich for my blood. I will also take the under on that. We're on the, we're on the same wavelength. Well, it upsets me because I actually have him in two of my fantasy pools. Hearing a lot of that. Hearing a lot of people. So saying. I would love for him to put up <laughs> 60 plus points, but I don't know if he's going to be able to do that because I'm not exactly sure if he's going to be on PP1 full time. Right. Now he'll be on the power play and he'll definitely get some power play time. But he's not going to get as much as our next guy, Morgan Riley. Oh, boy. Who I believe will be the quarterback on the back end. 62 and a half over under. What do you have, 70, 71 points last year? Yeah, I think that's an over. I'm, I'm, I like uh, 
I just love Morgan Riley. It's, uh, there's no second thing. I was gonna say like I like this and that. It's just I I I I love his game. I think as the quarterback back there, he is exactly who you want. Um, I expect some things. I hope to be a little easier for him this year. I don't know that they will. He always gets the runt of the of the D pairing, so that's because he's so good. Yeah. Um, well, he's gonna be playing with what, CC. To CC start to the start year? with, yeah. Well, that can change. That no, can change. it's definitely gonna change. It's gonna be fluid. It's gonna be injuries. Dermot's gonna come back. That's gonna change some things too. For me, I'm gonna go with the under, not because I think. Morgan Riley's going to have a setback. Like, he's not going to have as good a year as he did last year. But I think that the addition of a guy like Tyson Berry might cut into his offense a little bit. And I don't know if he's going to be expected to be as much as an offensive force that he was last year in terms of trying to push the puck up okay. on the breakout, whether it's whatever, on the power play or, or you know, in five-on-five five or whatever situation that he's in. Right. I think Tyson Berry is going to get a lot of the offensive zone faceoff starts because he's not the most defensive player, if you didn't know that already. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So I think I'm like just slightly under, just slightly. I'm ready for just slightly but over. I think that's going to be a differ on our end. That's going to be a good one. All right. Uh, on the other side, yes, we will do team stats. Oh, yeah. It's time for the wins, baby. All right, and welcome back. Mike DiStefano here with the Zoobs. All right, we are back. We are still going with our over-under projections on the season. We're just over 24, well, depending when you're listening to this, I guess, but we're... Maybe you're listening to this after the season and making fun of us for being wrong. (laughs) You could be. But (laughs) as of now, we are in the realm of 24 hours from puck drop. Yes. So let's go through. We already went ahead and talked about our over-unders for goals, points, Games played. Now let's talk about how the team's going to do overall. So we're going to start off on the power play because we talked about it a lot. Mm -hmm. So last year, the power play was at 21.8. They got a new assistant coach that has taken over the power play duties. Over under at 22.5%. Yeah, I expect it to go up. I fit to go up. Yeah. 24? 24 and a half? That's probably a good number. Yeah. About that. I, I, I think that it's going to be a lot better. I think so, too. I mean, and obviously, these things shift and teams adjust. Right. And you adjust back, and it will be a matter of adjusting back and forth. But, you know, with the production, predictions I already have on record of, of how healthy everyone's going right. to be, there's <laughs> yeah. no reason. That's what's going to – no injuries <laughs> are going to happen whatsoever. It's a very non-contact sport, and that's what matters. No, um – I think we saw we saw last year they have the talent. There's there's no doubting they have the top end skill. They could put together one terrifying power play line if they wanted to. Well, just or, look at the names that are on the, like that are in this lineup. Like Tavares and the way Tavarish. they call Yes, Tavares, Nylander, Marner, Matthews. On the back end, you got Morgan Riley, Tyson Berry, Kapanen, Janssen. Like the list just goes on and on of guys who can move the puck around in the offensive zone and put the puck in the back of the net. I can see this team being the top power play in the league. Yeah. Let alone just improving and being better, but in the league, I think Tampa led the league last year in, in like 26% or something like that, which was incredible. Mm-hmm. It's insane. And I don't expect them to do that again, but I can see Toronto give them a run for their money. 
There's no reason that with that talent that you just named. There's no reason they shouldn't. Because not only is that just two pure waves of talent, it's talent that really complements each other well. Where Matthews can score from and where Tavares score from and and how well Nylander and Riley move the puck. All those components complement each other so nicely. I really think... Uh, we're in for a treat, and we're in for some some really beautiful goals. I, the power play is going to be fun to watch. All right, uh, the power play is going to be fun to watch. Are you excited to watch the penalty kill? Never in my life, <laughs> not even once. Over under eighty percent. Last year it was at seventy nine point nine. Was it better or worse than last year? I think. Where where did they finish? Whereabouts where were they in the league? You know that one. Ooh. You have that? Nope. Middle of the pack, bottom of the pack. I think they're about the middle of the pack. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't, I don't expect it to get it to get a lot better. I don't know what I would be basing it getting a lot better on, frankly. Right. So I guess under, which is worse. Yes. A lower number is worse. Yes, a lower number would be worse. But if they're middle of the pack, I think that they've made enough improvements, especially on the back end. I think they can be a little bit better. So I'm going to go with over. So we differ on that. Okay. What are the what are the defensive improvements that you're banking that on? That I'm referring to? Yeah. I mean, you got Morgan Riley who's going to be in there, but a full year of Jake Muzzin. Sure. Okay. It's going to be big. Right? Full year of Jake Muzzin. Yeah. Dermot is going to come back at some point. <laughs> I'm yeah. curious to see if you know, Sandine, if he can end up playing sure. on, on the penalty kill and doing some stuff. Okay. I'm sure done a Sandine games played over under. I mean, we still can. (laughs) (laughs) Over, under. (laughs) Sandine, over, under, nine and a half. Oh, I guess it doesn't matter because he doesn't have to go to junior anyway, right? I'm I'm bullish on that. How many games do you think he's going to play? 50? Okay. 60? When do you start not believing? When do you start not believing me? Well, I don't think he makes... 55? Well, I think if he gets past 25, 30 games, I think he's in for the long haul. Right. But... If he gets through like 15, 20 games, and he hasn't proven that he has, he hasn't proven that he is the elite young nineteen-year-old that we think he is based on the preseason play. Mm-hmm. I think they'll send it back down to the Marlies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. And he's got to keep improving. He's got to keep showing it every single day right. that he deserves to be here, or else he's going to get sent back down to where Babcock probably perceives him to be because he's a guy who likes to over-ripen his prospects. Mm. And bringing up a young 19-year-old, not his thing. Right. True. As he, he did in Detroit all oh, many years ago. Let's yeah, get back yeah. to Sorry the team Sorry for stats. derailing us. Sorry for derailing <laughs> us. He's, inter- he's an interesting case study. All right. Total goals. The over-under set at 286. That's the number that they scored last year. I think under. I think maybe not by much. You think they scored less goals than yeah, last year? Yeah, I think you lose Kadri. Um, you lose, uh, you know, not that he not that he scored. Not that he's a forty goal scorer or anything. And that Kerfoot is a slouch, but uh, I think you you I think you're losing some of that fourth line scoring, which is which you know it's not huge in the grand scheme. Um, but I expect the top guns to score about as much as they did last year because they all scored at very great rates. Maybe you say Nylander adds a little bit, but I think maybe that gets offset. 
buy some of the other stuff. Um, again, this is a, I just predicted that they were going to be great on the power play, and Matthews was going to score a ton. <laughs> but maybe I'm wrong about this. Screw it. I'm switching. Over. I'm talking about you can't it. switch because I'm taking the over. <laughs> They're going to score a lot of goals. What, yeah, am I, what am I even talking about? <laughs> They're all going to score 50 goals, but I just can't see them scoring more than 280 as a team. I yeah. can't see it. The math adds up, right? Two plus two equals two, apparently. It's four 50-goal scorers, and then nobody else scores all year long. <sighs> the, thi- the thing is, is like you look at what happened last year. So you had a, a very not very good William Nylander who scored six, seven goals last year. Mm-hmm. That's definitely going to get an increase. I think Matthews is going to score more because I think he'll be a little bit healthy. Plus, I think he's just going to score more because he's just an absolute elite talent. Yeah. Um, Marner might score some more goals. I think I already said over for Tavares being a 50-goal scorer, so that's more goals. You add an offensive talent like Tyson Berry, and now that adds more to your back end, so that allows you to have two solid pairings that can push the puck up to your forwards to the ones who can score a lot. So I'm going to go with the over. More goals? I think they could... <sighs> Say it. I'm going to score 300 goals this Hell year. Hell yes. I'm going to score 300 goals this year. 300 goals. Lock it in. I'm locked in. Lock it in on the Locked On Lease podcast, baby. Whew. I'm fired up. <laughs> All right. Every time, by the time we get to the end of the episode, both episodes now, I've been like, let's go. Yes, and we're finally within 24 hours Next one, we'll be itching. We will be. All right. Two more for you. Okay, good. We're pushing it again. Total number of fights. Mm. Set up. Five and a half. I think they had, what, six last year? <sighs> under. I think some teams look under their skin, but I don't see. I just don't know who, like, who that, I, don't, I don't know who's fighting. Me too, honestly. Jason Spezza? Like, no. It's going to have to be Goche, and that's about it. Goche, Marinchin might get into a couple of fights while he's there. We'll see if maybe someone runs Hyman and he takes exception to it. But other than that, like, I just don't see it. Does I don't see them letting Sandine drop the mitts. Yeah. I don't Maybe see Jake Muzzin? Full-fledged fights, I don't think so. Maybe Muzzin, yeah. I could see Muzzin throwing but him. But still, like, maybe three fights out of him, and then outside of that, I'm going with the under, too. Yeah. Under. Last one, the biggie. Over, under, 102 and a half points. Over. We're in for a successful year. I'm in for, I'm in for a, a year of... Uh, you know, we have talked in this podcast extensively already about how they, they brought everybody back and, and what we expect. I expect these young guys, the guys who just got paid, the guys who have been, you know, along for this ride now for a couple of years and seen that first time they came into everything, it was what a great success. We didn't expect it this early. And last year was like, we're optimistic, but there's always in the back of the room this year. We are, everybody is being counted on this team making a statement and saying we are this is it we're actualized this, the plan is this year it is ready to go now and I didn't hate any of the guys that got, like I, none of the guys that left talked about yesterday really I was like ah that's not a big loss the guys they brought in I'm really positive about um, I see a big year I see over I'm going with under not and I think the team is better. So you say, well, if you think the team's better, how are they not going to be better? Because I think the whole East is better. True. Like I look around the league, and I think it's going to be a lot harder to get wins this year than it was last year. You look at a team like Montreal; like they're going to be a tough team to beat. 
Florida, look how difficult Florida is, and that's in their division. Like, they're playing them four or five times a year. Tampa's a tough win. Boston's always a tough win. There's a lot of divisional games where it's going to be tough to get points. And you even look at the other side. Jersey, much improved team. The Rangers, much improved team. I'm not saying they're going to be the playoff mm-hmm. No, teams, your point's taken. But, like, it's going to be tougher to get wins against them. And I just think it's going to be a lot closer than in years past. I don't think we're going to be sitting here in January and February and being like, all right, season's over. Let's just get to April and let's start our matchup against the Bruins. I think it's going to be a bit of a longer, like I, I don't think it's set in stone that they even make a playoff or a divisional spot. Mm. I, wow. I'm not, no, I don't I think th- it's, it's set in stone. Right. You expect it though. I expect it. But if they don't, I'm not going to say, wow, they lost out to Boston or wow, they lost out to Florida. Wow. Like that's a terrible season. Mm-hmm. Well, I think Florida's a good team. I think Boston's a good team. Tampa, a good team. Toronto, also a really good team. But it's going to be tough to get wins. It's going to be tough to get points. So I'm going with the under. Well stated, I must say. Thank you very much. I guess I just believe a little bit more. <laughs> hey, man. Look, I believe. I just don't want to be too optimistic. I understand. And then get my heart broken. I understand. Because I've had my heart broken many times. So this is, the, you know, set low standards. Sure. They're easy to achieve. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, there we go. Uh, all right. Well, that's going to do it for this edition of the Locked On Least podcast. Uh, tomorrow we'll be back with another episode. Until then. It's opening night tomorrow. It is opening night. Oh, I can't wait. Can't wait to do it. Uh, go follow us on Twitter. Follow myself at Mickey underscore Canuck. Follow Zoobs at the underscore Zoobs. Follow the show at Locked on Leafs. We'll be back tomorrow with another episode on opening night. Dropping the puck. Can't wait. Finally. Can't, can't wait. wait for it. Until then, keep it locked right here on Locked on Leafs.